I raised you like a, you were a son to me, but we can't do this anymore. Get the fuck out. Slightly sweaty, tangy, gross, cheesy body odor, dick and ball area. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that would like to know, where are you? And then we would like to let you know. Go ahead, Jack. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, like at some point he decided, I'm going to sing like this. You know, because the first time he sat down and picked up a guitar and started strumming and started singing in front of his friends. Yeah. He wasn't doing that. It's a stylistic choice to yeah. say, yeah. And what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I love to make fun of it. But I loved Blink-182, and that shit never bothered me until that song came out. <laughs> I Miss You, I think is what it's called. I can't give specific examples, but I know there's songs where I've like been listening to it, and I realize they're doing it, but I really like it, and I just <laughs> pretend it's not happening. <laughs> you just push past it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You make fun of for someone for getting a big jacked-up truck, and then you find yourself driving one, and you're like, oh, it's not so bad. Yeah, same thing. I think every boy growing up has wanted a big jacked up truck at one time or another, right? Um, well, you didn't grow up in the seventies when yeah. Bigfoot was huge. <laughs> there was a truck called Bigfoot. Oh, I was like, what do you mean? It was like the most famous, like, uh, what are those trucks called? Monster trucks. Yeah, monster trucks. Like Grave Digger. Oh, Bigfoot was way before Grave Digger. Yeah. Bigfoot was blue with white lettering, and it was fucking kick ass, man. I liked uh, Blue Thunder. Yeah, I, I remember Blue Thunder. We went to one of those one Monster time. Monster Jam? Yeah, do you remember Dynamite? Oh, no, that was me. <laughs> me and your mom went to a Monster Jam one time, and they had Dynamite Lady, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't a good omen. She she blows herself up. Like, she gets in, like, a box, and the box blows up. But Oh, I was thinking this was, like, a car name. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a pretty good one, too. But when she they introduced her and she's walking out and she's got a cast on her leg <laughs> so well, like uh -oh. like on her uh, below her knee and so she hobbles out there and she gets in this box and blows herself yeah and then the box blows up and she just lays there for a minute and then she gets up and she's fine it's awesome what a job man you know that's her yeah, job that there, there's a market for that dynamite it's, lady i mean it's it's she was like the halftime show of the monster truck jam how white trash is this <laughs> shit it's pretty white trash although going to monster jam and watching dynamite lady. i know i know yeah took your mom there <laughs> oh miracle y'all are still together yeah i know i still have a bunch of my monster trucks do you really yeah okay i didn't know that yeah my closet is full of my toys mm-hmm yeah, and we, yeah, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, full of... Anything. A lot of stuff. Well, you know what? I, I say that your mom's making you keep those things. You're fine with that. Because I don't use my closet. But you like seeing your old stuff in there anyway, don't you? Well, yeah, the toy stuff. Mm -hmm. But like my sister's like dress from when she was three yeah. and holding an Easter basket for the one photo you got of her. Like, what? I, I don't want <laughs> oh. that. No, we got a lot of photos. She got her picture taken with bunny rabbits. I think I it's that blue and white. Yep. Yep. I totally remember like that. Like a Dorothy kind of dress. It's so funny. You you do all the shit with your first kid. You get all those pictures made. You you take them yeah, to do things. Mine? And then the second kid comes along where you're either like, man, that was stupid or a waste of time or um, I'm just not doing that anymore. <laughs> and where's my uh, like glamour shots? Well, when glamour shots first came out, they were in the mall and they, they I, I, I didn't ever like them. They, they would dress people up in these ridiculous things, put so much makeup on them and hairspray. But then 
like there'd be like a woman like in a leather jacket, and then she'd have like her her hands up on the collar, and she'd be mm. looking at the side with her head tilted, kind of tough, got we, her hair messed up. We found one one time. I think we were there, and it was just like a proof um, that came out on paper. And I'm sorry, but the lady was very unattractive, and so of course I took it. And me and my dad had the little war, like I'd put it under his pillow at night oh. and he'd find it, or later on he'd lift up the toilet seat and then it'd be there. We had so much That's fun funny. with that. Yeah, Glamour Shots. I don't know if they're around anymore. I didn't know it was a brand would, until just now. Would you do a Glamour Shot? Because they had guy Glamour Shots, too. I mean, as a joke, ironically, oh yeah. Gosh. But other than that, for any other reason, absolutely not. We need to find out if Glamour Shots are still around. They put a little feather boa on you. It'd be awesome. Love to see you in a glamour shot. I would look shot. so out of place <laughs> getting a glamour shot done. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they're around anymore or not, but that's like a, a staple of the uh, late 80s for sure, glamour I just, shots. I think of mom's picture, her like high school picture, where she has like really, really, really big curly hair and braces. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, of glamour shot. Where you look ridiculous. No, glamour shots, they would dress you up in these Michael Jackson <laughs> looking costumes and yeah. Man, I think that would be really fun to have Actually, like the thriller, like the red Michael Jackson costume. I'm sure you get one on eBay. I want a glamour shot in that with tall white socks and those weird little shoes. I think they wore. were penny loafers. Do you know what penny loafers are? I mean, I've heard of them. Do you know what loafers are? <laughs> I've heard of them. I, okay. I, when I think of loafers, I think of like crappy like dress shoes. They are that one hundred percent. Oh, look at that loser! But they He's had wearing loafers. Like normally, where the tongue would be, there's no laces on them. But normally, yeah. like where the tongue would be, there was a little slot, and you would put a penny in them, and that's why they were called penny loafers. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <sighs> what? But also in the eighties, there were shoes called capas, and you had to um, tie them four times, like they had a bottom part. With the shoelaces where you tie them and then completely separate, there'd be like some leather in between and then they would have the second one where where you would tie them again. I don't know, man. That is bizarre. I know. I know. That makes zero sense. No, and I never had those. I never wanted those. Give me jeans with five zippers and five buttons. Well, you're back to the Michael Jackson (laughs) uniform probably. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. All right, well, this is episode number what, Jack? Um, You got it wrong last week. Yeah, it's a 189. Yes, very good. Episode number 189, 11 short episodes away from 200, where we will release our uh, 200th episode award show. Yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, go back to uh, episode number 100. And I think the one right before that or right after it or right around there was our award show. We have a lot of fun. I've definitely been thinking about it more and more, adding more things to the list. Uh, man, that, that was a good time, and we're uh, we're looking forward to that again. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, just uh, 22 short weeks away, we will be there. <laughs> <laughs> let's put that on your calendar. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's not lollygag around here because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobbies. Tommy, talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Okay, Jack, we talked about the vagina quite a bit last week. Do you remember that? Sort of. Sort of? 
What do you remember about it? Um, sanitization, fish smell. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so Jack, I would like to keep uh, in the category of vagina for this uh, lobby time, if that's okay with you. All right. <laughs> Get your hand back out of your pants, man. I can see you. My fingers are interlocked on my stomach right now. Jack, did you know that there is a uh, potato chip manufactured in uh, Lithuania? It's called Chaz, and it's pussy-flavored. Uh, no, I didn't. You did not know that. Okay. Well, did you expect me to know that? I mean, I don't know. You know, you're on the internet all the time. And yeah. I just read something before we started recording. There was a lady who had like two vaginas and she lived in Australia where apparently like in-person sex work is legal. And she Wait a minute, in-person sex work? Like prostitution, I guess, was how the nice <laughs> I think she said it the nice way, the prostitution. In-person sex work. I, yeah, I think that's As, what. what's the um, what's the alternative to in person sex work. Uh, I guess like OnlyFans or something okay. like that. Is OnlyFans porn? It can, it's whatever you want. You can put anything on OnlyFans. I, I think they started OnlyFans not as a porn thing, but everyone was like, "Oh, I can do porn on there. I can do whatever. I can post my nudes. I can." But like meet up with my friends with benefits and record videos and people got to pay to see it. It's that kind of thing. Okay. But yeah, and it was on the subreddit Brand New Sentence, which is a really, really good one because you see some really unique stuff on there. Maybe you could bring that to lobby time every now and then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she said that she had one for work and one for her boyfriend in it. Was worked out very well for them. Wow. I know. Yeah, that's brand were, new sentence for sure. Were they side by side or was one under the other? I don't like know. Like an over-under shotgun or a double barrel so shotgun? So the, the post on brand new sentence was a screenshot of an, uh, ask, of an Ask Me Anything. And yeah, it said the title was, I have two vaginas. This is what it looks like. Ask me anything. But there's no picture. I just, I got to see the description. And well, I didn't necessarily title. want to see a picture, although if you showed it to me, I would not look away. Well, she didn't, but she I'm, did not specify. I'm just curious if, what, how did, I picture them in my mind side by side. Yeah, me, somehow. I think they were side by side because she said she had like everything, like the two uteruses, everything all duplicated and she said each one went like towards one side of her mm -hmm. hips i would i would hope as the boyfriend that one would be like centered and that would be mine and then <laughs> one might be a, a little over to the left or to the right I don't and that know. could be the one that she would use for work i thought more about like when you're doing the the deed and you're just you kind of look over at the other one and you're like oh, don't let my leg touch that because of how many dudes have been in there or what well like and what do you mean your leg whenever i think how of, are you doing it well, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Okay. I, it's just like, I I would be like weirded out. I'd be like, I don't really want to be near that. If if you're like having sex with a bunch of people. So sex work doesn't have to be dirty. It doesn't have to be clean either. You know, you don't really know. I would hope that. You could pay for be, either or whatever. That she would be safe. But you know what? I'd be like. Oh, don't let my nuts clap on that one okay. because, you know, I might have genital warts after. Yeah. But then I'd also be like, and this is just the middle school, high school boy in my head still is like, what if like one is like, <laughs> this sounds so like degrading, I feel like. 
What if one is like all pristine and it looks great? The one that you use and the other one is like, <laughs> like just a tornado blew through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, if that one's getting pounded more than yours, I mean, who knows, man? I don't know. I like it's, it talks in a New York accent. Come here. I think Give it, me a hug. <laughs> you know, like being all creepy. Coughing. <laughs> like a wet cough. You you look over and you look away and you double take because you swore you saw it smoking a cigarette or something. <laughs> yep. Has rollers in its hair. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think even if one was for business and one was for like the boyfriend, if you were gonna do some finger play down there, it'd be really hard not to just want to like both. You know, just kind of like you're carrying the six pack with those little plastic handcuff looking things. Yeah. You know, it'd be hard not to not to work both. I think that would be so weird, man. You could do like a whole uh, like DJ kind of thing. You know, you're scratch. <laughs> yeah, and then, but you got the dials on. It's that's what it's called, scratching the the record thingy. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Jack, Chaz chips, uh, pussy flavored. Yeah. They say, after tasting it, you will remember your wildest love adventures, your first real love, and maybe even lose your oral virginity. (laughs) (laughs) It says, these are not meant to eat by yourself. The product is for sharing. It's the perfect gift for a loved one or an open-minded, fun-loving friend. My grandpa would love these. (laughs) It says, with this gift, you... uh..." Now, this was written by Lithuanians, so it's, it's... a little odd. Oh, okay. With this gift, you can send the message that you have no internal barriers and can talk about sex openly without complexes or prejudices. Giving them to a loved one would be a clear invitation not only to try oral sex or break all barriers, but also to seek and discover what gives both parties maximum pleasure. Okay, so you're going to give them the chips as a clear invitation They're to uh, suck your dick. Yeah, to try oral sex. Pussy. That is. That is ridiculous. You know, th- there is no more depth to this than like that ranch flavored soda. You remember those? Mm-mm. Like people on YouTube used to do like the like challenges or whatever, like taste test, like random shit. And there's like soda of any flavor, basically, that you can get in one of those like regular like classic bottles. And there's like ranch flavor and just all this like gross shit. It's the same thing. It's like a gag, a gag gift of like a random flavor. You buy it, you try it, haha. Okay. And then you forget. But you already know the secret to making ranch. How do you come up with what a vagina tastes like? How, how do you get some kind of like spice mixologist or something and, and just, send him out to eat lots of pussy and then he like comes back he's some kind of genius and he's throwing a little paprika in something and you know one of those old school mixing things that's like a mortar and pestle (laughs) yeah he's just grinding stuff up and adding a little of this and that how how would you even do that well i think the first step is it's bullshit (laughs) it's 100 make it taste like whatever it's 100 percent bullshit what flavor is this? I don't know. I put a bunch of random shit in it. Well, it tastes good. Do you remember the measurements? I mean, I yeah, guess... Yeah, I do. All right, it's pussy flavor. You could put a little vinegar in there, I think, because some of the douches have vinegor in there. Dill. They also have dick chips because, uh, you know, you got you to gotta keep the women happy, too. You can't discriminate. Sweaty bald chips. Those would be salty, though. Scrote chips. Um, let's see. That's 
dumb. Why would you? Do people buy those? Of course. Like they sold out almost immediately. No, but like, are there repeat offenders? Like if we ever bought, we would buy two bags. Why? One to have on display okay. and <laughs> yeah. two to, to, try. to open and try. Okay. And then we would never, ever buy more, even if we liked them. <laughs> we would probably just be like, well, if I want chips, I'll go to the store and see what they got on the shelf. I don't know. I think it'd be really funny to to buy like a 36-pack of the, the small lunch ones and then just like put them in like somebody's somebody's uh, like backpack before they go to work. Uh, or if you have like kids in high school, throw it in their lunchbox. Uh, that, that'd be really funny, though. Yeah. But like who who is buying multiple of these? Who is buying two bags with their groceries every week? Dude, plenty of people. Although you that's can't, only if they taste good. You can't get them in stores, though. But there's uh, some people who are going to be like, dude, I love the taste of pussy so much, man. I'm going to keep eating these chips. I guess. Maybe. Stupid. I don't know. Uh, let's see. It says... Um, like that's a Spencer's thing. For sure. Regarding the taste, the taste of both pussy and dick chips is extremely good, <laughs> and many who have tasted them will like them. Okay. But at the same time, these are not ordinary familiar tastes, so it is not easy to describe what exactly you feel when you eat them. Dick-flavored chips are unique. Thanks a lot. And now I know uh, what the flavor is like. For uh, It says they have a unique taste for brave and free people. After tasting it, you will remember your wild love adventures, your first love, and maybe even lose your oral virginity. They say that again. But what if you, like, the night that you had your first love or whatever they want to call it. Okay. You didn't eat pussy, and you didn't get your dick sucked, whatever. You didn't suck a dick. No. Then how's it going to remind you when you're eating a dick-flavored chip of an event that did not happen? Also, <laughs> there is no way genitals ever taste good, right? Maybe they could taste neutral on a good day, but there's just no way that my dick has ever had a day where it's like, oh, that that tastes good. You know? Yeah. It, it, Tastes either like neutral, like oh he showered in the last thirty minutes, or slightly sweaty, tangy, gross, cheesy body odor, dick and ball area. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it, I, 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 I don't even know. I, I, and also, like, I mean, I'm sure there's much more nuance to vaginal flavors than dick, because <laughs> dick is just. It's just skin. Vaginal flavors. You know, a dick is just skin. It's not like you're opening the hole of the dick and putting your tongue in it Good and tasting. <laughs> you know, so there's not really like juice to get. Until oh, there's the, juice the to surprise get. Surprise ending. Yeah, there's juice to get. But with the, the vag, it's different. Uh, it says uh, these make a great gift for your significant other for long romantic evenings, delighting both. <laughs> Of your taste buds. Long romantic yeah. evenings. Yeah. Hey, well, I can't provide that. We're going to sit on the couch and share a bag of these uh, chips. I'm going to throw in some dick and some pussy oh. flavored chips in the same thing, and we'll just uh, Russian roulette them out of this bag. It says it's a perfect way to test your friend's courage, openness, and sense of humor. Courage? <laughs> it takes zero courage to eat a chip. Here's the uh, what the bag looks like. Hmm. So I'll, I'll post that on it Instagram at some point. And then the dick one... Um, <laughs> he's got a fig leaf over his dick. He's all buff. <laughs> it's just like Adam and Eve or something. Yeah. So anyway, um, so if I order a bag of that, were you down to try it? Bo yeah. Both of them? Like I said, it, it requires zero courage 
to eat a chip. So while it's like asshole diarrhea flavor, gosh, or like menstruation blood flavor. Okay, then I <laughs> anything like that. All right, so Rotten flesh flavor. I'm not eating any of those. While I was, uh, I heard about this on TikTok. So while I was searching it, um, I came across some things on, um, of course, uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh, okay. So, any idea what pussy potato chips are, Jack? Um, they are great for <laughs> for long know, romantic giving your significant other with long romantic evening. So, yeah. pussy potato chips is when you get a girl really really wet and then you rub your face all over it for a long time, coating your face with the juice. Then you get a hair dryer and blow dry your face, then peel the coating off in tiny sections and put them in a Ziploc bag and pour salt in the bag. It makes for good snacks during the Super Bowl, Daytona 500 or any other sporting event. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give them points for creativity. Yeah, and then the the sentence uh, is always at the end. Hey bro, do you have a bag of Clarissa's pussy potato chips? <laughs> I could really use some pussy chips about now. Okay. I like that. That's a kind of chip that's a little weird. Like I said, that's not a potato chip. It might take a little bit more bravery to eat that. Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think all right, Jack, so you are aware of uh, FeetFinder.com. Yes. I've been trying to talk your mom to getting on there to uh, his little side hustle. Actually? Yeah, yeah, and, and I think she might be down with it. So, Actually? Uh, <laughs> no way. How would you feel about that? What does, I mean, it sounds like such a loophole, you know, like free doesn't go right next to the word money, but putting your feet on FeetFinder and people paying for them, that is free money. That is the definition of free money. You take a picture, you click a button, boom, someone paid to look at your feet. It takes no effort to take a picture of your foot or your well, feet. But I think you need a a, a, a niche now. You, you need a bit. Like You when, could help mom with the one yeah. I talked about before, oh, the, the cum-covered feet. No, gosh, no. Um, but I think, you know, when, when things first come out like that, the people who jump on them first are the ones that make money. After that... You got to have some kind of really weird kink. Like I think yeah. one of the ones I came up with was the golden arches, where you're just stomping on like uh, Big Macs McDonald's. at the same time somebody's urinating on your feet. You, you got to have something Gross. like that to to find. But that's a lot less sustainable because you got to buy McDonald's every time you do it. You know, just throwing shit out there. I'm sure there's some other stuff too. But so the point I was getting at is that's one way to make some money. Have you ever heard of uh, Sophia Gray? No. So Sophia Gray is a website where ladies sell their panties. I've heard of people selling their panties before. Mm -hmm. I used to think pan it was panties with no T but two N's. <laughs> I think grannies wear panties. <laughs> and so, uh, of course, I go to the website. Yeah. And um, it, it tells you some reasons why you should do it and then the types of panties to uh, that you can make available to sell on there as well. So... Uh, reasons why you would do this. It's a great side hustle. Um, you can get in touch with your sexuality. People will be interested in buying your used underwear no matter who you are or what you look like. This can help you feel sexually desired and let you bask in your sexual energy. Um, let's see. It's pretty easy. Of course it is. It yeah. can be... You come in your underwear, you put it in a box and well, you send up, it to her. Hold up. I haven't got to the kinds of panties yet that you can sell on there. Uh, it can be fun. Uh, and then it gets to um, the different scents that you could uh, possibly sell on there. So it's giving you some ideas of the different scents uh, that uh, that the buyers are looking for. There's a lot more than a scent when I shit my pants. So you can sell everyday panties. 
which is just panties that you wear on an everyday basis. Like you get that up, you put them on. That is bullshit. You, that you, is so easy. You, you go to work and then- I uh, start after, wearing panties. After a long day- So I can sell them on there. After a long day, instead of throwing <laughs> throwing them in the in the hamper, you just put them in a vacuum sealed uh, bag and, and ship them off. No, they don't let you sell boxers. I'll, I'll start wearing I'm sure thong you could. panties. Gosh, gross. Does it pay extra for that? All right, so let's be real. Of the percentage of people who are going to buy undergarments on the internet, used undergarments, 99.87 are men. They got to yeah. be. And what woman is trying to buy my... Everyday boxers. I don't. They're out there. I'm, but they're, yeah. they got to be few and far between. It's just men are the most grossest, perverted, just animals that walk Sex this earth. Fiend. Yeah. Uh, then there's the the masturbation scent. <laughs> Why do they call them scent? They should just be categories. So this is uh, many customers are interested in underwear that the seller has masturbated in. This can create a stronger scent if the seller has a penis. The customer will expect that the underwear has been ejaculated in. Uh, with people with vaginas, squirting isn't required, but if you can do it, it could be a great niche for you. <laughs> so I guess they are uh, they are selling men's. I'll, I'll uh, ejaculate in my thong panties. Yeah, so most of your underwear could probably be sold uh, under <laughs> this category, Jack. <laughs> no, dude, you got a pair in your hamper right now that could be uh, that could be sold. Yes, you do. You're shaking your head no, but there's your no eyes and your, them. and your smile are telling me differently. There's no cum in them, but I did wear them. What do you mean there's no cum in them? If you've ejaculated I, and you put on the same pair of but, underwear, there's going to be cum in but there. But that doesn't mean you ejaculated in it. No, you didn't ejaculate fully there in there. A, but they dro a drop of cum in them. They, it drips the rest of the but, day. But dude. yes, I did wear those underwear for like five days in a row recently. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I just like didn't shower for a little bit. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I got nothing to do. I got nothing to hide. Well, it, and two, um, we Except just... my dirty, soiled underwear. We just survived Ice-mageddon, so we really yeah. weren't getting out of the house. Yeah. I sweated. Well, I didn't sweat in them because it was cold. I didn't sweat for five days straight, but, you know, I I greased in them. Gross. That, that's not a category. Greased. Come on. That's the best one. There's a sex. So wear your underwear while having sex with a partner if you want to create this scent, it can be huge turn on to think that you had sex while wearing the underwear the client is smelling. You can claim the scent uh, if you have sex with anyone of any gender, so it can help to explain who you had sex with to drive up the price. So I guess... Put dog smell in mine. <laughs> A hint of peanut butter and dog saliva? Yeah. Gross. I'm going to create puzzles out of the the ones that I send to people. <laughs> What is that smell? What did so, what do you have sex with this time? Is that a hot pretzel with cheese? <laughs> this smells like pepperoni pizza hot pocket. Uh, you might be onto something there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. right. The next scented category is stuffed. Oh. So panty stuffing is a fetish all its own. It involves stuffing your undies in your mouth, vagina, or uh. anus. I was thinking, like, you stuff your panties full of shit. I was thinking that we were getting there. How do you stuff undies in your anus? Slowly. Gosh, gross. <laughs> Gotta get a stick and push it in there or what? <laughs> just put it on the end of a butt plug and then... Well, that's I mean, weird. I'm that's sure just, you can... That's weird, man. I'm sure you don't have to ball them up. I'm sure you could just well, kind of <laughs> feed it in there, like yeah. the reverse of a, a clown pulling out the multicolored yep. thing. And just leave the ends sticking out so you don't lose it. You could just get a clown to help you because they had to get them in there in the first place to pull them all out. Um, so they know the secret. 
All right, while this may not be for everyone, it can definitely create a strong smell that buyers love. Yeah, it definitely can. <laughs> uh, shoving anything in your anus is likely to cause that thing to smell. All right, Jack, so we got a couple more scents uh, okay. categories. Any, any guesses on what might be left? Shit and piss are two of them. Next one is urine. <laughs> uh, this one's the obvious choice. Uh, buyers want underwear that's soaked in your pee, exclamation point. Water sports is a pretty common kink, so there's lots of demand for these. That's what of it's panties. called. Yeah, water so of course, sports, dude. Just come on. So of course, I had to go to Urban Dictionary and look up water sports. So uh, this one says water sporting, similar to water boarding, but with a sense of pleasure instead of torture. It consists of massive amounts of urine uh, to one's face with plastic wrap on you, so it covers you. But you can feel the warmth of the urine, but also experience the feeling of drowning as well, similar to a hot Carl. <laughs> Says Suzanne was tired of receiving the same thing every night, so she decided to switch up with her partner and try water sporting instead. And then uh, water sports is sexual activity in which urine is involved. The presence of urine is generally considered erotic for those indulging in the urine-related activities. Uh, the sentence, what I wouldn't give for some hot chick to take a piss on me right now, I'm a total water sports freak. That's ridiculous. Just call it piss. Yeah, I know. That's the only time I've heard of like people who have a weird fetish like that trying to uh, like hide it. I guess. I I guess like sounding. You don't know what that is. <laughs> it should be like called cock rod. I love cock rodding. <laughs> Here's the opening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like they should all be so straightforward yeah. so no one ever has to look something up and then be scarred for life when they <laughs> they see that men shove big metal rods down their dick yeah. and lock it up. Maybe they're trying and to they shove take their take it out and they explode with cum afterward. They're trying to shove their underwear down in there, Jack. Or even like panectomy. That is very right. that is a great thank you. I know what that means. All right, next category, Jack. The next scent is workout. Ah, uh, should have known. So working out produces lots of sweat, which creates a stronger scent than panty sniffers can't get enough of. <laughs> if you're a fitness buff already, this style might be for you. You can even include pictures of you working out or posing in flexible poses on your profile. All right, Jack, there's one more scented category. Any ideas what it might be? My favorite. Shit-stained no, underwear. No. <laughs> there's no shit category? <laughs> no. What? I mean, there is another category, that so you is... just make up whatever you want to. <laughs> That's right. ridiculous. So think of this category blood. as being only one that women uh, could, uh, could do. And so they have period blood, but they don't have shit. Yeah. That is so, ridiculous. Jeez, <laughs> Jack, you going to write a letter? I feel like more people want shit than period blood. No. You think? Like men? Yes. Uh, because men can buy the shit ones. I mean, anyone can buy the period blood ones, too. But I feel like generally... The vag stuff would be more advertised to the dudes buying it yeah. than women on the site. And the vag but stuff women is gonna, will buy shit and so will men. But the vag stuff is going to be more popular with the guys. Like, shit is shit, right? You know? And Yeah, but still, people love shit. <laughs> Do they? Yes. You'd be surprised. I yeah you're right. People I would be shitting surprised. on each other and like well I know doing but, all sorts of shit. But stuff. to buy underwear with shit on it, that's just that's that's different level, man. Yeah. All right. So period scented. Uh, some people are really into periods! Exclamation point. Although you won't be able to create this scent all month long, it can still be valuable uh, offering for your clients. Make sure to ask them whether they want blood included 
or they're just looking for the stronger smell you get around this time. <laughs> Gosh, man. I mean, I think if they're buying uh, in the period category, they're probably looking for that nice crimson yeah. stain. And then they have other categories. So just, you know, Jack, if you want to do shit in there, then then do shit in there. Uh, let's see. And what other categories are there? They got every day. They got workout. They got period. They got piss. Or sorry, water sport. <laughs> Masturbation. Uh-huh. Uh, sex. Did you say that? Stuffed. Stuffed. And uh, period. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So um, how to ship your used panties. It's important to package your used Walmart panties bag. correctly in order to <laughs> preserve like, their scent. You know, where you tie it up like that. <laughs> Yeah, like just when you don't even do it twice, just one <laughs> knot. No, it's not gonna work. Put it in your mailbox and put the red thing up. Yeah, although the the Walmart scent would be mixed in with that, some people yeah. would probably like that. Nice niche. All right, it's important to package your used panties correctly in order to preserve their scent and appearance. If you do it incorrectly, you could have an unsatisfied customer. You have two choices for creating your used panties. You can either wear them before you list them and then preserve their smell, or you can wear them when the order comes in. So in other words, if I'm like, hey, man. Make I, it I wanna, to order. Yeah, I, I want to I work out while you're on your period. And I then, want you to fart in it a lot. <laughs> yeah, fart in it and then shove it right in With this bag. speckles. I don't want <laughs> clean in the back. I wonder if you have to pay more if you want like four different things. Okay, I want you to have just had sex, be on your period, Work out and then have a little dribble of pee in there. And after all of that, I want you to stuff it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's just the, oh, no. the stuffed with oh. all these other add-ons, these other toppings. <sighs> okay, so it says there are pros and cons for both options. If you wear your panties in advance, uh, you can already have them ready to ship out without delay. This also allows you to stockpile your panties so you can take several orders at once. However, the smell may dissipate over time, which can disappoint customers. This also won't work if the customer wants you to ship your panties while they're still wet to preserve the juices. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> or instead, you can list the panties in your shop before they're worn and prepare them when they're needed. This makes it so you don't have to keep a stock on hand and only complete orders you know are a sure thing. In addition, you can customize any pair based on the client's request. This allows you to get playful with your buyers by teasing them as you wear the panties. The best option is to vacuum seal your underwear. If you wear your undies in advance, seal them immediately after they've dried out. This will keep the smell in for the clients in the most effective way. However, if vacuum sealing isn't an option, a Ziploc bag is the next best thing. Uh, just make sure they are sealed tightly. Um, some buyers will have an opinion on whether the panties should be shipped wet or dry, either from sweat, vaginal fluids, or urine. Shipping wet panties can be risky as the smell can turn not so great during the shipping process and they could <laughs> develop mold or bacteria. <laughs> wow. Hey, that, that's your other category, mold. Lastly, don't forget that it's also a great idea to include a small item in the box with the panties, like a handwritten card or a Polaroid photo of you in the panties can go a long way. I am not doing a Polaroid. <laughs> I could do a Polaroid with my balls hanging out the front pocket. <laughs> Uh, I've done that before, but not oh, taking God. the picture. You ever seen the picture of the the big old guy just sitting in a, a chair with his shorts on and his balls are dangling like four inches out of his shorts? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, it's one of those pictures that you're looking at and you're like, what? And then you see it and you're like, oh my mm. gosh. Yeah. So certainly wasn't surprised when I, when I, uh, I was going to say came across that, but I, I didn't do that. But when I, when I found that, wasn't, wasn't surprised at all. But actually I saw it on TikTok. 
um, there's a guy in the streets who like interviews people. Hey man, how much is in your bank account? And some people look it up. And this lady, I know she's full of shit. She's like she, nine hundred thousand dollars. She probably owns half the company. Uh, she was like uh, five hundred thousand dollars, and uh, he's like, "Damn, what do you do?" It's like I sell my panties online at uh, and, and said the name of it. What was it, Sophia Gray or something like that? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, I made thirty thousand last month." And I'm thinking, "No, you didn't." There uh, is no limit to how much a creep will spend on a chick. Yeah, there is. Well, obviously, that. none of these guys are paying thirty k for one pair, so I guess there is a limit. But you know what I mean, like to like me and you. My first thought of like how much you would buy a pair of panties for uh, on that website would be like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. And sounds fair that you would kind of see like maybe some people are selling theirs like 50 to 75, depending on attractiveness, probably what you can know you would get away with. You could probably like have take videos of yourself, like peeing in them. Yeah. And send them. There's layers to it. Premium. Yeah. But yeah, so say all you do is piss in your underwear and you take a video of you doing it and you personalize it. You say their username like Amy Farts <laughs> did. Yeah. You you do you go above and beyond. You don't just do what I would do if I did that website, which is just poop in my pants and then mail them. <laughs> you know, I I've not, and I'll I'll write like thank you, whatever, horse lover oh eight. Send it to them then you could probably make a lot. And I mean, you know how society is. If you're hot, you're closer to godhood than us peasants. Yeah. Uh, regular people. So if you're hot, especially if you're a hot girl, you can really take advantage of people. Yes, you can. And you know what? If I was a hot as fuck girl... Would you have OnlyFans? Yes! <laughs> I wouldn't work a day in my life. Yeah. Fuck, I agree, dude. I, You know what? Men are dumb, and you should take advantage of them. And you know what? I absolutely would with no guilt, no remorse. Yeah, I think I would too. I probably wouldn't even go all the way because you don't have to. You don't have to get fully naked. No. To become rich off of OnlyFans. You I mean, can, really, you, you can kind of just take like pictures of like just in like hot stuff and bikinis and, and, and maybe lingerie and, and maybe shit. Maybe simulate a sex act for like two and a half minutes. A dude is like bounce up and down it. or like yeah, bob just, your head down. Yeah, I'd be you shaking just, my titties everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Just just bob your head down. All they can see is like the top of your head. Uh-huh. Like they're, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know, speaking of Amy underscore fart 69, which uh, she's retired, I think we missed out, man. We probably should have uh, cash apped her a little extra money to get those panties fresh from that fart sent to us. And we could have them in a Ziploc bag right now on a shelf. Even if they didn't smell, I'd be driving. Oh no, they smelled. Remember at the end she was like, oh, stinks, man. Well, yeah, but that might be bullshit. No, there's no way. You heard that thing. There's no way that was bullshit. But it's impossible to tell if a fart smells by the way it sounded. You would think it wouldn't be impossible, but you're right. It is impossible. I, yes, because you told me so many times throughout my life, you fart and you're like, oh, that's not going to smell because I already got my shirt over my nose. And then I look over and three seconds after you farted and you're fucking <laughs> laughing over there. And that's how I know that it stinks like shit and that you talked out of your ass. So did this one smell? 
I don't know. I mean, we both just said it's impossible to tell. That was your uncle's. You know, for some Maybe. reason. I know it was my uncle's. You don't <laughs> so, tell me. You remember my super fart remix because I did Fart of yeah. the Week and I had just like um, 40 farts that, yeah. I, that I recorded. For some reason, I, I put them uh, back on the soundboard today. You want to you listen to that again real sure. quick? Okay. <laughs> Nice. Oh, man. Some of those stunk for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, well, that was a lot of fun. I think that... um, I have some business options to think about. you really do. You really do. And some expenditures to think mm-hmm. about as well. So you can go grab a pair of those stiff underwear that are in your hamper right now and go ahead and They're seal them in a bag stiff. before you can... <laughs> you're gonna have to, I have you're gonna have to stiff... Crack them in half and then crack them again and just fold them up. How could I ever them? possibly do that? <laughs> that would take like three weeks to... No, it wouldn't take that long, actually. Oh, man, I'm sure It there's... would take a while to get enough cum to just like lather the entire... Or like, you know, like fill up a bowl and then just kind of dunk them in there and everything and then uh, hang them on a clothesline so they're perfectly straight out and then you're you starching them, knock on them. Oh, gosh. Your own special that is, starch. That is disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, I put the call out last week for somebody to uh, find the episode where we had Amy underscore fart 69 give a shout out other than the original shout out to us. And somebody came through in less than 18 hours after uh, our episode was released. What the fuck? I didn't think anyone would ever actually do your super hard work request. Well, you'll you'll find out why and how uh, how it was easy for this person here in just a second. It was the person who got shouted out. It was the person who got shouted out. Any guesses on who we shouted out? Uh, It was either Gary or Erica or both. Okay. It was not Gary or Erica. Then it was Eric. Eric from California. <laughs> so here's uh, here's her shout out to him. It was his birthday. We did his <laughs> birthday episode. It was episode number 143, Crazy Stupid Love, which I listened to that episode afterwards, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, shit. What movie is that? It's uh, Steve Carell? Yeah, and Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone okay. and okay. Julianne Moore. Fucking great movie uh, that you got pissed off at at the end. But uh, here's the shout out. Hey, Eric. Happy birthday. This is from the boys over at Movie Muggin Podcast. This is for you. Enjoy. She almost couldn't hold on to that. <laughs> and, we, and we talked about it in the in the episode. She let it rip right as she really did. She was done talking. Uh-huh. You know, she was pumping a lot of these out. You know, she didn't have time to fuck around. Get it over with and get on to the next one. That was gross. It was gross. Um, but uh, R.I.P. to... Uh, Amy underscore fart 69. She's not uh, dead, maybe. Her, her TikTok, anyway. Yeah. So, But yeah, so Eric wins a, uh, a free movie mug and t-shirt. That feels fixed. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> well, I think I, I emailed him back and said something to, to the effect of, uh, well, that worked out real well for you, didn't it? Or, <laughs> or something. But yeah, so you know he heard that and he was like, dude, I know that automatically. So... I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll give other opportunities to win uh, some movie mug and gear. So uh, just keep listening. Just keep listening. Well, Jack, you got anything for the lobby? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, uh, this movie came out in 2018. It's rated R, of course. has a runtime of one hour and 52 minutes. 
Um, but another source said 45 minutes, so we'll see. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 83%, and the audience gave it a 65%. IMDb gave it 6.2 out of 10 stars. The Mormon mothers tell us that there's a very that there is very graphic violence, and that there is a scene with breasts and nipples. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Normally, the nipples aren't included with the breasts. Yeah. Okay. And this movie, so I I didn't like scroll through the cast, but when I googled it, I saw two familiar faces. This movie is called. Accident Man. <laughs> Ridiculous title. Gosh. <laughs> Accident Man. Yes. Accident Man. Maybe he has some undies that he could sell. <laughs> wow. That actually. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad yeah. I picked this movie. Accident Man. <laughs> that really segued into that. I did. Wow. Okay. I've never heard of it. I have yeah, no I idea. Neither. Can't wait to see what two people that I might know uh, just signed up to be in a movie called Accident Man. A lot of the movies on my list, I'm like, what even the hell is that? And I have to look it up and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember five seconds of this trailer. Oh Accident Man. You know, sometimes the titles just tell you alone who picked the movie, you know? And Accident Man is definitely one of them braven uh, ninja <laughs> assassin. You know, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Blood and bone. I'm trying to think of one you picked, but I can't. <sighs> okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2018's Mr. Mr. Accident or Accident Man? Accident Man. Accident Man. <laughs> Either Mr. Accident might have been a, about the same. Well, a little bit better sounding. Maybe. <laughs> like maybe a little more serious sounding. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Mr. Scott Adkins is the the star of this, also the mm -hmm. star of Avengement. And and I said it in the Avengement episode too. The names not that great. Because like like I said, if I just ran across something named Avengement, I'm yeah. I'm probably just going to keep going. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm I know you're not. I mean, maybe now you can swap to maybe realizing, hey, this is either really bad, really stupid, and really bad, really stupid, or really stupid and great. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of categories. <laughs> or or just really great. Yeah. Like Avengement, it was not bad. It was not stupid. It was entertaining. It stupid and bad. Oh, God, it also stop wasn't it. stupid and good. I'm getting tired head. It was also, it was just great. Okay. I'm, <laughs> if you keep going, just know I'm not listening anymore. Okay? Okay. Well, let me give the 50 Cent Tour. Scott Adkins uh, also played Kane Burgess mm -hmm. in Avengement. He was the guy who fought 900 people. And if that movie was an hour and a half, um, an hour and 25 minutes of it was him kicking people's ass. Yeah. And in this movie, he kicks a lot of ass, too. So without a doubt, Scott Adkins has kicked the most ass in movie mugging movie history. In just two movies. Yeah. And it's going to take a lot. Oh, Ninja Assassin killed a lot, a lot, a lot of people. But just ass beating with fists. Yeah. Nobody even comes close to the body count of uh, Scott Adkins, who I'd never even heard of before you pulled out of Benjamin. And he, that, me neither. He's a great character. He's awesome. Like, he's a badass, and he's a believable badass. And he's awesome. What else is he, Jack? Cool. <laughs> okay. Ripped. Oh, you're going to say awesome again. All right, let me give it the 50 cent tour. I think I already said that. 
This movie is about a, a hitman played by Scott Adkins. Um, his name is Mike. And um, he is Mr. Accident because he makes it look like... He's not Mr. Accident. Oh, he's Accident Man. <laughs> because he makes it look like an accident when uh, when he kills people. Like the guy at the beginning, he made it look like he hung himself mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah, he made made it look like the guy hung himself, the car crash. Mm-hmm. And then the heavy metal band. Oh, yeah. And what were they called? Satan's Crotch or something? Satanic Mechanics? The satanic Mechanics, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get into them here in a little bit. So he, he works for this outfit where there's other hitmen and, and women. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they hang out at this bar, and that's where they get their assignments, and then they go out and do it. And you have uh, a lot of different hitmen. You got uh, Carnage Cliff. Who's just a, a maniac with an axe who just goes in yep. and he doesn't try Straight to make in. anything look like an accident. He's just like an accident. Uh oh, he does. Oh, in a way, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, yeah, he's he does. Big and burly. Oh my and gosh, screaming. so big. And you later on you learn that he flips a switch, so that this whole story got messed up. Mike has to fight his hitman friends, mm-hmm. and he kills the butcher guy with the axe, and. As he's dying, he's like, Mike, is that you? He's like, yeah, you crazy bastard, it's me. He's like, I'm sorry. And the butcher guy's like, I hadn't even realized it was you. You know, once I flipped the switch. So he just goes blind rage like Mama Bear defending the Cubs. You know, I used to flip a switch when I played soccer. Like, I'm I'm a nice guy, but when I would get on the soccer field, man, I was 100% after your ass. <laughs> you know? I mean, I was just, I was going to so play hard. Cool. I was going to push you. I was going to knock you down. I would do whatever it took to I got win. pissed on the field, too. Yeah. And then, then you know, because... For good reason. We had a, we had a dog shit team. I'd, I'd yell at the ref. I mean, I'd really be, like, 100% in it. And then when I'm when it's over, I'm like, I'm, I'm chill again. So uh, I understand exactly what it's like to flip a switch like a like an assassin. I think, <laughs> I think back when I was, like, ages 9 through age, like, 11... If you would have given me Accident Man's phone number and told me what he does, I probably would have called him for... You probably... If I had to pick one person who was on my soccer team growing up, you know who it would have been. Did he fake injuries all the time, or was he the goalie? No, he would have fallen down, run into the the Capri Suns. Oh. (laughs) And they would have said he had a heart attack, but Accident Man would have gotten him. Gosh, so we we had this this kid on our team. It's like a movie. Like, it really was. It, it, we had like a movie cast of players on my soccer team. We certainly did. And it was It fucking, would have been the Bad News Bears for sure. It was like sure. dodgeball. Like everyone fucking sucked. Well, not at first. Well, except at first, two. we killed fucking everybody. Yep. Like they'd be like, good job, coach. And I'd be like, I didn't do anything, man. These kids are just really fucking good. And, and then they I did slowly started leaving. For context, from I did, I did soccer from four till I was 11. So there, there's a lot of different changes, but a couple of the same people stayed like the entire time. I wanted nothing more than for them to not ever. I never wanted to see them again. Yeah, you you just I hated all of them. You couldn't stay on top. So we had people leave for select baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody happened to move to Oklahoma. Imagine going to baseball from soccer. That's what he was into. Soccer is you know? so much more fun to play. Uh, I mean, it all depends on who you are and what but your tastes are. I just, I can't. That's one of those things where, yeah, I know opinions, opinions, Baseball's whatever. fun, man. But then it's like, soccer, you're doing so much more. It'd be one thing if you're leaving soccer for swimming or something, but but baseball's a fun sport. 
Well, but baseball, a whole lot of standing around is done. Oh, I'm standing here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they, they put me in way I, I agree. outfield, so I'm watching the game from a mile away. Well, some people... Oh, I'm sitting in the dugout, and my teammates are sexually harassing me. What? I mean, that's like a, a, a fucking thing. I mean, maybe not ba- not just baseball. Just men's sports in general. I've never... You don't I've, know that environment? I've sat on plenty of dugouts and never been sexually harassed. <laughs> but that's just how I think about okay. it. Okay. Anyway, we um, kept losing good players, and for every one good player we would lose, we'd get two bad players. We had a kid who couldn't run forwards. He ran sideways. He, and only if he was swinging his arm. It sounds made up. It's not made up. We've brought it up before... He like needed glasses or something. It was horrible. Oh, he needed glasses. His center of gravity was like on his left elbow or yeah, something. It, yeah. it was bizarre. We had we had another kid like a who, crab. who he was a tall kid. He looked like a soccer player. He could not kick a ball. The tall blonde kid. Yeah, remember when I we got him? him? We had another kid who um And he had the same name as like our old star. So we were like, I was very hopeful that he would be good. We had two kids who couldn't kick a ball. You should be able to kick a ball by the time you're nine years old. If it was they sitting could not. still, they w- they could miss. They d- wouldn't always miss, but if a ball is sitting still, you just don't miss. Yeah. Y- you shouldn't. Oh, I know. Then um, we had this kid who was with us the whole time, and, and he was a big boy. And uh, uh, can I, I'm angry. I, w- I want to say the words I want to he, say. He was... <laughs> look, if, if you filmed him and watched it in slow motion... It still wouldn't be as slow as he is in real life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, really. And until, until and the this game is, is also over. fucking bullshit cliche as well. Until the game is over and it was snack time, he would sprint to the snacks. No lie. I mean, it, it was a, it was a caricature of of like a, a cliche in a movie. Yeah, I, the cliche fat guy. Yeah, I I used to when I had all the good players, I could put him somewhere and just kind of hide him, right? Yeah. But after a while, when all the good players left. I like tried to find a place for him to be. We'll put you at forward. You can't well, not I'll, put kids in because their know. parents are going to chew you out. Oh, I know. And it's it's and fucking So you're playing reckly. that game of like, yeah. please the parents, please I know. everybody else. <laughs> but I mean, his, his parents watching, <sighs> why are you putting him in there? He was terrible. And then his dad wanted us to go select. And I was like, dude. Like, have you ever watched our games? We just got beat 10 to nothing. And he was wanting to talk to me about select. Number one, your kid sucks more than anybody on this team. Okay. <laughs> I put him in goal, and he stuck his hand out one time and stopped one, and so I tried to pump him up. Dude, you're the best goalie yeah. ever. His dad went and bought him some brand new gloves, yep. like a a whole fucking um like the the padded long sleeve. He had shirt and green long sleeve yeah. jersey too. Oh gosh, we used to pass around a, a green penny or whatever they would yeah. call those. Yeah, but he had the legit oh, setup because his yeah. There was one time <laughs> I will never forget this. So I wasn't great on offense. I was. You're a better defender. I, I feel like jack of all trades could be used for what I because I had played goalie some, I had played a, defender you, more. You're a utility man, is yeah. What it's called. I, I, you could put me somewhere and yeah. it wouldn't be the worst. Mm-hmm. And I was on defense and it got past me and I'm like, oh shit, they're about to score and we we got this guy mm-hmm. and goalie and I watched him stand. He was standing on the line that aligns with the goalpost in the middle and he didn't move. Yeah. And he watched it. His head and neck rotated. <laughs> and man, I swear, you give me a gun, I would have shot him right then, man. Stop. I, I wouldn't have. I was like fucking 10. But you know what I mean. I was so pissed off with him. If someone, like, I heard something whisper in my ear in the wind, snap, and he's gone. I would have... 
Oh, you were a Thanos team? Yes, he was horrible. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we got Capri Suns. I know. He's got like a line of fire uh-huh. like in uh, Back to the Future, the <laughs> yeah. DeLorean. That's a true story, man. It's fucking bullshit. It's not hyperbole. Kids are half blind, running the wrong way. Kids not fucking kicking the ball. Yeah. And then we got, of, of course, the fucking Hollywood fat kid. Ha ha. Yeah. He sucks at anything physical. Oh, snack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in goal with Twix wrappers falling yeah. out of his Sorry, pockets. guys. I got to eat this hamburger I found in my pocket. It, it was... He accidentally catches the ball because his hands are sticky from all the Jolly Ranchers he's <laughs> yeah, been eating. This is stupid. <laughs> but I, I, I remember I was 11 in the middle of the season. I was like, can I quit? I hate this. And you were like, no. I'm fucking coaching this team. Yep. You're not going anywhere. I need you. <laughs> All right, so besides Carnage Cliff, you have um, Mick and Mac, which are two special forces type people. One's from uh, SAS and the other is uh, like uh, SEAL Team. And um, so they go in and they just make it look like a petty crime happened. Like they'll kill somebody, but then they'll spray paint the walls, mm-hmm. make it look like just some some petty gang theft or something and just somebody got murdered. Or in that specific case, they went a little above and beyond. Yeah, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, then you have a uh, poison Pete, which he's just like a, a human rat. He just poisons people. He's like hissing and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. He's in it for like forty-five seconds total. You got a uh, finicky Fred who comes up with just really clever ways to to kill people. He like he like tests things. He opens up the phone book and he picks somebody, and then he'll go test something to see mm-hmm. if it can kill somebody. Like he'll mix up some chemicals and try it. Uh, in the end, he. Um, made some some band-aids and put something on it where when she put on the band-aid you would die. Uh then you got uh, Jane the Ripper who's a female and she um she lures people into having sex with her or takes them um under the uh ruse that they're going to have sex and then she takes out a samurai sword and uh cuts off their wieners mm-hmm. and kills everybody else. Yeah, she so, keeps there's a rumor that she's kept all the wieners <laughs> gross in like a cabinet. Oh, that would smell. That would look really bad. Well, she probably had them in jars. But wouldn't that, how horrifying would that be to go to somebody's house and you open up the cabinet and there's just a, a big pickle jar full of wieners? <laughs> and they didn't specify jars. I, I think he said cock cabinet or cabinet of cocks or something. Um, so you have this this motley crew of, of hit men and women who have their specialty. So Mike, who's played by Scott Atkins, the badass, his ex-girlfriend gets murdered. So he goes there to just kind of take a look at the crime scene and he and he pays somebody to get the the crime records or the police report, and uh, he's looking at it, and he's putting together in his head, this is not an accident. Two mm-hmm. crackheads didn't scale this wall to get in here, and she was injected with something that she would have never have taken. And so he figures out that it's Mick and Mac. And so he goes and, and fights them, and then uh, they say, yeah, it was us. And then it It's just, just business, man. Yeah. And so from there on out, he his only goal is to find out who put out the hit. Because she was pregnant with his child. Yeah. That's and, the and, biggest driver for him. And to take care of that person, um, and that's what he does, the end. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Mike is a tough hitman who makes his hits look like accidents or suicide. He's in a gang of hitmen, each with his own style. When his loved ex is killed, Mike looks for those responsible. Yeah, short and sweet. So at the very beginning, um, you see him, uh, Mike, kill a guy by by hanging. And then he goes to a bar to deal with his uh, PMT, his uh, post-murder tension. Mm-hmm. And he just goes in there and just uh, insults like the biggest guy in the bar. And they're, of course, they're like, kick his ass, Rocky, or whatever his name <laughs> yeah. is. 
and he knocks him out, and then all his friends are coming at him, and he's just beating the shit out of them. I mean, it's just basically the bar fight from Avengement yeah. all over again. I have a question for you. Uh, I, I can see you have a point, but let me get yeah. to this question first. Say you're in there with your buddies, and you guys are... I know what you're about to ask me. You, you guys are a tough lot, right? And you're used to kind of beating ass, like your group. Okay. And you just see your your boys getting taken out one by one, and they're all down. Because there was a guy at the very, very end, after all the guys were down, he had a choice. His choice was, okay, I'm going to run right at you, even though I just saw yeah. what you did. In that situation, I'm putting my hands up and saying, dude, man, I, I, I want no trouble with you, man. They were asking for it. That's not me. Yeah, that wasn't my decision to fight you. I mean, and then you're going to have to deal with it later when all your bros get up and they're like, what happened to you? You didn't fucking jump in, but... Dude, I'm out on that, man, because yeah. he was fucking, he was snapping arms and snapping That's legs. That's what I was about, that was my point. Yeah, fuck that. Of He narrated a lot of parts of the movie, um, and he's like, I didn't just like to beat people up. He's like, He said, I like to destroy them, and he's like breaking their <laughs> yep, knees yep. and their arms and fucking them up so bad. Now... I know this is supposed to be a hypothetical, but if this is in real life, my friend group, I would not be the one who's going in remotely near the front. You know, like (laughs) I got my friend who who's an angry drunk, so he's going to be up front. And then my friend who is in the Marines, hopefully he's in town. Yeah. Uh, We won't need anybody else. He's he's tough as nails. He grew up fighting has known his way around a gun for a long time. Knives, all that shit. He, I don't know. He's one of those people where you're like... Glad he's on my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like my friends are kind of defensive of me. So I feel like I wouldn't have any pressure to fight at all in a situation like that. That's nice. (sighs) Thank God. Mm -hmm. But in a situation where they're just like fighting and I have to jump in, I feel like I could make that decision. But if you see this guy, and he's he just broke your friend's knee like backwards, and then your other friend's elbow, I would be sitting on the stool facing the bartender, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> yeah, acting like you don't see a thing. But if you're in a fight and you're getting your ass kicked, and you realize I'm losing this, at some point, do you try to tap out? Do you just say, "Dude, man, I'm sorry." Self preservation. Yeah, yeah. It depends. Or just on, pretend like you got knocked out or something. On how bad you're about to get beat. You, if you you're know. not gonna get knocked out or. Your head's not going to hit the concrete and you're just going to have brain damage. Or if you're just fighting and it's just not going your way, I feel like, dude, come on. It also, it depends, I feel like. If you pick the fight and then you try to back out like that, you should be beaten until you're knocked out. Well, that, that's another thing. What is the person you're fighting's idea of when the fight is over? If you just like yeah. go down to a knee and you're like, hey, I'm good. Or if you just tap or I'm good. It depends or he on wants... how much respect there is between opponents. Yeah, or he so just... he wants... bar fight, no respect. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me too, I saw some TikTok uh, the other day. There's a, a game for the Oculus that, that looks really, really fun. It's called Drunken Bar Fight. You showed me it before. It looks fun. It, it looks fun. People uh, keep coming <laughs> in. You just keep knocking them down. You can pick up beer bottles and smash them over their head. I mean, it might be fun for... 10 minutes, but... It depends on the price, how much. I want to try it. I totally want to try it. Yeah. When we got that Wii boxing game... That shit's terrible. That wore me the fuck out. But drunken bar fight, I think would be good. And like you drink a little bit and your eyes start Mm. blurring a little bit. You probably bottle people. (laughs) Yeah, you do. I'm ready for VR to upgrade. You know, like... Yeah. It's great. It's fun. But it's not at the point... Like I wanted to like what I'm actually doing 
or like I'm fully encased in this kind of thing, you know, like I, I, I bought that bone works bone labs or whatever. And I was trying to shoot that guy with the submachine gun and it just would not work. And it was getting all fucked up and I'm getting pissed because in real life I have so much better coordination. I, I want it to be more real and visceral. Like whenever I played that, um, blade and sorcery game where I'm stabbing people's faces into the spikes yeah, and stabbing knives in their face and stuff. It, you, it, you worried our family uh, yeah. when, when they came over and you were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to show you the Oculus so. and you're slamming people's heads <laughs> into spikes and they were just like, <laughs> yeah, there's like big <laughs> spike walls and yeah. I would just grab them <laughs> by the, the back of their head and plant their face yep. in it. And yep. it, it like, it goes all the way. I mean, nobody who's listening is surprised to hear that uh, you went hard on that. I, I wish it, it felt more like I want to punch people on it. It, and feel it. So I thought of a long, long time ago, this would help alleviate bar fights. If, like, you're wanting to fight somebody, look, you never know how you're going to do. You, you can think that yeah. you're going to kick somebody's ass, but you don't really know. So it would be really, really cool if, like, you could go outside or there was, like, this little place where you could, like, hook up all this stuff to you and you would see through the eyes and you're the, you would have avatars. Like real life, like avatars, like um, like robotics or whatever. This doesn't work. And then those robots would like fight each other, right? So you're like <laughs> wait, the person wait, wait, across wait. from you. They're swinging, <laughs> and their avatar robot is swinging. So and this is digital. There's no real. No, robots? no, 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 no. No, they're like real robots, like rock 'em sock 'em robots. This doesn't you know? work. Why not? Be so are, is it their personal robots, or are they it provided? Matter. Yes, it does. Why? Because. Like, oh, I broke the robot that means nothing to you. I'm still pissed at you. I didn't... So the reason people want to fight is because they're mad at the other person. So, like, if you just punch the air, not, it has no effect on this other person, and it'll help you blow off some steam. But and I really feel like they're going to, like, beat that guy's robot up, and they're going to take the headsets off <laughs> and start fighting. I don't know. And, and then you also... What bar is going to be able to afford all this robotic and, like, connect your brain to this robot technology? The year is 2033, Jack. That's, what That's it's not far <laughs> enough. That is not far But you know enough. what? At least it would give you a pretty good idea. Like, after that, you'd be like, oh, I got my ass kicked in there. <laughs> yeah, you just hey, be like, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey you coming back right? in the bar? Uh, yeah, I'll be right there. And then just fucking get in your car and get out of there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It'd be cool if there was something like that that was really kind of lifelike where you could even like feel it a little bit like you you get hit in the head and your robot gets rocked and your head kind of moves a little bit you know not enough to concuss you or anything but you're you're feeling it and you're feeling the connections you're making i think something like that would be fucking kick ass man it'd be kick ass but not a solution to bar fights that would be <laughs> that would be like like a trampoline park type thing like you go to this big warehouse where they just got a ton of those mm -hmm. and you fuck around with your friends that's what that would be that's a leisure activity. Well, maybe not leisure. But it's an activity to go do and have fun. Dude, that place would be fucking crowded yes, all the time. Yes, it would. Million dollar idea there. I, I wish I knew how to fight just so I could say I know, or not, Dude, you not so I could say, but so I could just like be confident in a situation like that, you know, where like if I did have to fight, it's like, what am I going to do? You have time. You could go to fucking oh, large jujitsu or you got time karate. Do. I don't karate see, I don't see you doing fu. it. I don't have time. I want to learn what Steven Seagal job. does. I forgot what it's called. It's called Seagology. And then, well, no, it's some sort of like Russian crap. 
I think it starts with a K. It's a Hilo. <laughs> you could never do that. I know. Oh, what kind of a hitman would you be? Would you be a Mr. Accident, as you like to put it? No, I don't want to get close to the people that I'm going to kill. Like in prox- You're going like, to be a sniper? Yeah, proximity-wise, oh. no. I, I don't want to be close. I don't want my fingerprints uh, anywhere, my DNA anywhere. That's like why an, you wear I, little leather gloves. Well, I mean, Black I, a hair gloves. follicle could come out of my head. That's or, why you go bald. And put a UPC on the back of my head. <laughs> no, I, 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 would definitely be, um, I would definitely be a sniper type or a silenced uh, pistol. Yeah, but the only thing is, with the, uh, if you're a sniper, they're going to find out where the shot came from. They'll be dead. Well, yeah, but the, the police are going to figure out, oh, they got shot. Yeah, but if, I, if I'm up close, there could be a tussle, and the person could like uh, dig their fingernails into my face, and then I have my DNA under their finger. How I don't is there going to be a them. tussle if you have a gun? I don't know, man. If it, it misfires. You ever had a gun that misfired? No. Oh, well, I have. But still, that's the hitmans don't have misfires or hit hitmen. Just I said let me hitmans. be a let's let me be a, an assassin from afar. Uh, yeah, Jack. I, I'm just saying. Don't tell me how to do my job. With the accident man, the true glory of that strategy is no one ever suspects a thing. Okay, if you're perfect. So I'm just saying, you don't want your hair follicles right in their apartment when you blow the back of their head off. But they they might find you're still gonna have to be careful. Because they're going to know it's a murder, and they're going to scrub everywhere for it. Again, I... You'll be fine. Look, I, there's too many cameras today. I don't want any oh, cameras to see imagine. me walking into an apartment building or leaving. They can piece together fucking anything with cameras now, man. Everybody's got a fucking imagine. ring camera on their front door. You can't get away with shit anymore, so... Can't be a hitman nowadays. And probably not. De- definitely still can. Look, there's really not such thing as... Shoot the as, camera. There's really not any such thing as hitmen like in these movies. There's not upper-tier assassins out there that are working for people. There's no way. What do you mean? You really believe that there is people like these people that are... What do you mean, like these people? That are making their living killing people. Absolutely. Other than, say, like a a mobster, like, hitman. I'm just talking like... Hitmen are a very real thing. They are not. The, The government absolutely has hundreds what what's your basis for that? What's the evidence that that's a, a thing? Because you've seen too many movies. N- no, because what government does not want somebody dead? Dude, the government does illegal shit all the time. Do you, do you not believe that the world is a the biggest ball of corruption? Oh, one hundred percent. How many assassins? how can you not believe? How many assassins, that assassins, assassins are you? exist? How many assassinations are you reading about these days? Archduke Ferdinand, for one. <laughs> okay. 1939 it was, it or whenever. It was called an assassination. Was that World War I or World that was War II? World War One. Okay, so 1914. I, per, I, I think. Okay. I think it was. That's the only one I know. I, I just, I don't believe that there's assassins like this. Like, like maybe... Like an, un, what do you mean like this? Making a living off of it? Or do you mean like an underground syndicate, like, hey, walk in my pub? Or like in John Wick? How they have like the Continental Hotel where they pay with the gold coins yeah. and there's all that. That's not a thing. Uh, no, that's not a thing. Look, there's covert ops. And there's real assassins. But that's military for the most part. And I think they can pretty much do what needs to be done. But as far as like the, the movie type assassinations that you think that there's some guy and he's going to pick up a cell phone, then he's going to start cleaning his uh, sniper rifle, and then he's going to go out and do something. I just, I don't believe that to be true. They glamorize it. But, I mean, there is such a thing as a suitcase gun. 
You know, the sniper that can fit in a suitcase you oh, put of together. Of course, there is. What do you think that's for? Easy uh, traveling? Regular military operations? It's for assassinating targets. Well, you, how could you not believe that hitmen? I mean, they definitely look different. They probably just look like more regular people. They're not going to be, they don't look like if a tiger was a person, you know? All like ripped to shreds and just like they push a button and their wall opens in their kitchen. Yeah. And it turns into like, oh, there's like six snipers uh-huh. and a bunch of nice chromed out pistols and all that. It's, I mean, if there's hitmen for the mafia, there's hitmen for the cartel, then why wouldn't there be hitmen for the government or businesses or just for, basically for any big ballers that are hiring and need someone out of the way? I'm sure you could figure it out. Hey, we're big ballers with that hit, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I don't believe in the fantasy that uh, the movies make it out to be. And yet they don't have to wear, they don't have to look like Black Widow. I, I know. You know, where they're wearing the full shit. I, I know. They have to exist, man. They have to. You know what? And we I, need to Google this after because I 100% know no, you are wrong. I am not Googling anything about Hitman. But you said, <laughs> I don't I'm want say, that on my. I'm going to look up Do Hitman Exist? And, and it's going to say yes. And you're going to be like, wow, how could I not believe that Hitman exists? Of course, it's going to say yes. Because there are people who get paid to do things like that, but they're not these upper level people, like you said. That, uh, you know, they have that double thing on their fridge that you, you pull one part of it and all the <laughs> guns on. are in there. It's not, that's, I just don't believe it. That's all I'm saying. The high fantasy ones, I thought you were talking about in general that hitmen don't exist. There are people who get paid to kill people okay. and they yeah, do it. That, that's all right. Yeah, but as as for the ones who like flip their, their, their kitchen island upside yeah, down, yeah. that does not exist. Mm-hmm. That That is ridiculous. Yes. All right, back to the movie. Um, there was... Uh, there was a, a heavy metal band that Mike had to kill, and they were called Satanic Mechanics. And they're That's one of those a bad name, but they're one of those bands that goes. <laughs> I may sound old, you know. I, I listened to Ozzy Osbourne when I was a kid, and my parents just thought that that was devil music, and that was just horrible. Dude, that's horrible shit. Yeah, I. There's nothing good about that. I do not prefer that kind of music. Who the fuck thinks that sounds good? The kind of person I immediately think of, there's one in a class with me. He's young. He's like kind of taller, kind of bigger. He's just a big dude. And he's got long, dark hair and like a beard. And he wears like, he wore like some jacket with one of those kind of bands on it. And I'm like, I am not surprised. Do you wear gloves without uh, the fingers covered? No, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I don't. I chain wallet. The music in those bands can be really good. Isn't always bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's bad as well. But yes, it it's, is. I I can't get behind those vocals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't prefer screamo either, where it's just like straight screaming. Yeah. I can deal with a little bit of that in a song, but not much. Something he said too was. Uh that he felt like he was doing everybody a favor by killing these people yeah. uh, so they wouldn't continue to make he said music. After three songs. Yeah. I wanted to kill him for free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Mike, he, he figures out who is at the top, who ordered the original hit. And uh, he goes after him. He kills him, basically kills most of his team as well. Because the team got, they had to follow a hit mm-hmm. from their boss onto Mike. Yeah. And the, and the boss is named Big Ray. And Big Ray basically taught Mike from an early age how to be a hitman. And yeah. he, he runs the bar, and then you have this snivelly little fucker, Milton, 
who uh, is in charge of the, the contracting and getting the money and stuff like that. So after he's done killing everybody, he basically goes back to the bar and checks in with Big Ray, and they kind of have uh, a talk. Um, they kill Milton with the Band-Aids that <laughs> yeah. uh, Finicky Fred had developed. And um, I was so happy. I'll be, I'll be honest, I got a little tired of the hand-to-hand fighting. They were pretty long. It was it was a bit much, and nobody can nobody can take the beatings that they were all taking. That That's not a thing either. And I thought, God, we still got to go back to the bar, and he's still got to fight Big Ray. I was so thankful that they oh, didn't fight. Yeah. I was thankful that Big Ray was like, you know what? I am not going to kill you. I raised you like a you were a son to me, but we can't do this anymore. Get the fuck out. And mm-hmm. that was just kind of it. That was that was a good ending. He I was, rode I was away happy on his motorcycle. That. Yeah, I was happy with that. The only thing with the fist fights, I do agree with you. There was never any blunt weapons. <laughs> then it would make a lot more sense the beating they were taking. Yeah, but the fact that he's like slamming people with like heavy metal objects right into their forehead, like a kettlebell, like three or four different times. Yeah. And they keep getting up. Yeah. It's like, dude, you wouldn't have a face right now. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Like, the top of your head is mashed potatoes at this point. Like, stay down. Also, if you're in a fight and someone hits you in in the head with a a big kettlebell and you miraculously your skull is not messed up and you're you're fine, I'm not getting back up. That is going to hurt so bad. And next time they hit you with it, you are for sure going to have brain damage. Just stay down. I feel like if anybody's going to get up after hit, getting hit in the head with a kettlebell, it's going to be that big fucking Russian dude, though. Yeah. That guy was one of the biggest guys I've ever seen. He was massive. I, I feel like... <laughs> and he if, tattoos all up his head and I, everything. I feel like if, if you took his like head off and you cleaned out all the shit inside it and you put that on top of a football player's head... Like he would never get a concussion again. That that yeah. dude, he was ridiculously he was just fucking enormous. He was yoked. Gosh. Yeah, his muscles had muscles. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, let's just get into fair parts. Um, I mean, watching the accident kills was fun, because that's like a thing in Hitman as well, as you can kill people and make it look like an accident. And it's just to create a puzzle, I Hitman shit is just cool. Or assassin shit, it's just cool automatically. Just to be clean, and then just nobody fucking knows you did it. You're so perfect at it. I just, it was cool to watch those when he shot the tire with a, a carbon dioxide gun filled with like a, it had like a glass pellet or something in it, and so he shot the tire of a speeding car, and then it crashed and hit somebody, and all he left his only trail is that there's glass in the street, so the tire got fucked up. Oh, from the glass in the street that was already there. That's just so cool to me. Yeah, the, the car was hauling ass, and it was going around a turn, and he shot out the tire, and, and it made the car spin and, and slam the mark mm-hmm. uh, into the into the wall and kill him. That's cool. You don't do that, though. That obviously doesn't exist. The timing on that is insane mm-hmm. to try and do. You would... And like he, I guess he said he'd been sitting there for three weeks waiting for the uh, the right car. So yeah. maybe it is realistic. I don't know. So I guess to be a hitman, you probably have to know like calculus and, and shit like that to, to be able to figure help. all that stuff out. Some geometry. Yeah. And Stay physics. in school, kids. And I, a lot of the fist combat was pretty cool. I mean, he, he pulled off some pretty cool kicks, which I think mean, that's like the coolest. Yeah. The the one fight um, at the end when he was going after, when when the people were coming after him to kill him, when he's going up against the special forces people, 
And I mean, come on, it's, it's SAS and it's a Navy SEAL and they go in with guns and he's hiding behind a, a little <laughs> table that is not steel reinforced. One of them had like an M60. Yeah. And they're just filling up the room and, and shooting. These guys are smarter than that. There's no way an unarmed fucking martial arts guy is going to get over on two special forces people with weapons. That was yeah. a, that was a little ridiculous. One of the tags on Amazon where it says like drama, comedy, and stuff like that. I'll put like four of them under a movie. One of them was playful, and they were meant <laughs> playful. They were it was. I mean, finicky Fred wasn't the Mormon mothers who said it. Oh yeah, but they were they were meatheads. They were meant to be dumb as shit, but all all brawn no brain. I think they were meant to be stupid. Like from the moment it introduced them. It showed both of them in their like war hero stories. Yeah, and it shows uh, one of them was Michael Jai White, uh-huh. and he's holding like an M60 on the hip, shooting everybody while ha- having a guy in a headlock. Yep. So it's obvious that yeah. it's supposed to be this know. stupid bullshit. Where yeah, the, I know they're gonna do some stupid stuff. I know, like and, that. and a lot of times uh, it doesn't bother me in movies, but sometimes it does, and yeah. it kind of bothered me a little bit in That's this. All one. right. Yeah, Michael Jai White. It was upsetting that he wasn't a beast. Yeah. He he really wasn't. I and mean, he lasted longer than the guy who got his jaw wired shut. Yeah. And which proves now that the American special forces are better than the British SAS. Yeah. Well, Michael Jai White got paid more for this movie too mm-hmm. uh, than that guy probably did. Who's apparently Darth Maul? Did you look into it anymore? No, I didn't. I didn't. I took your word for it. His his actor picture on Amazon Prime was Darth Maul. So, thought that was interesting. Um, my favorite part, I really liked it when, uh, so Mike had to go collect money in person, um, one time. It was usually Milton who gave him the money, but, uh, he told him to go pick it up this place and it was a setup and this guy comes flying in on a motorcycle and empties a fucking magazine uh, of bullets at him and of course misses him. And, uh, idiot didn't do that on a street that had a, like, that could keep going. It was a fucking dead end. So he had to turn around his motorcycle and he's coming and Mike jumps up. And I, I really like what they did through that entire fight sequence. They would like slow it down in slow motion. And then when the kick happened, then they'd speed it back up yeah. to regular. It was just a really cool effect. And he just kept beating that guy's ass and he would jump up and kick and it would slow down the kick. And then boom, it would go right into regular motion. I just thought that was a really cool effect. And it made that fight a lot better. The fights were cool. Yeah. But some of them lasted way too long. Like when he fought Michael Jai White and the other guy. That lasted that was forever. Really cool and when he fought the girl at the end, that, that lasted forever, too. So the fights were a little long. Still entertaining, but it was a little bit long. Uh, another thing I, I liked about that fight where he got shot at, where it was the setup, was he narrated a little bit of it. And he was like, I always want to know what's painful and what's not painful. <laughs> yeah, that so was good. So he would like kick him in the chest, and he would fall on the ground and be like, was that painful? Like, genuinely curious, you know? Hitman kind of wants to know those things sometimes. Um, but for Bucket of Chicken, and who else could I give it to besides Scott Adkins? I mean, he's badass. I like him. Yeah, I got to give it to Scott Adkins, too. He is a badass, and uh, and I'm surprised that I had never heard of him until here recently. But I, I looked yeah, him up. Too. He's been in, uh, he was in The Born Identity. And I was watching a video trying to figure out who he was, and, and, I, and I couldn't find it. He was also in a franchise called Undisputed which started in 2006. You got Undisputed and Undisputed 2, The Last Man Standing, Undisputed 3, Redemption, and then Boyka Undisputed. So he plays like a, a, a Russian prison fighter. 
Yeah. Okay, so... Your hand's in your pants again, What? Mo- so one of these months coming up, <laughs> we're doing one episode a week, and we're going to do all four of those. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me give the fifth cent tour. Did you listen last week? <laughs> yeah. Same thing. No. Go ahead and watch one, though, you know, on your own. Come on. Like, I watch movies on my own very often. You know what? I, I would check one out. I, I, I would yeah. check it out. They made four of them. It can't be bad, right? Oh, right. <laughs> like, it's just like step up. Right? All right. Score time. Not a 100. I'm okay. just smiling. I'm um, worried there. <sighs> give it a 90. Okay. I enjoyed it. I didn't get tired of the fist fighting. I can understand. Uh, I didn't get tired of it like you did. I kind of do feel like this movie was a little bit long, though. It felt really long. Maybe, maybe not a 90. Maybe, maybe this is a boom, B movie. Give me 85. Okay, I'm 83. It, yeah. was, it was enjoyable. It felt really long. But I really think the only things I would have cut out is some of the fighting. Because as far as the story went... Story I, was good. I, I felt for the most part that that it all belonged. I, I love the flashback when mm-hmm. when uh, he was a kid and how he got into being a, a, a hitman. That was that was good. That was a good little break. It was like right in the middle um, of how he met Big Ray. Yeah, and I thought that was good. Introducing all the characters was great. Yeah, because it showed them doing hits. Uh huh. So for the most part, it was just kind of the fights got really, really long and just a little bit unbelievable. It was a lot of the same kind of thing, too. It was the exact same thing. A lot of jump kicks. Yep, which were cool. Like, I like it when you can jump in the air and you can kick two people in the head in one jump. It wears out a little bit. Like, it starts to lose its shine whenever you see, like, four jump kicks per fight. Yeah. and, And there's, like, eight fights in the movie, and they're all really long. Like he fought and everyone is jump kicking. Yeah, he fought <laughs> Mick and Mac, who were both also like jujitsu and yeah. kung fu and all that. They're that, special force guys, dude. That fight was twenty minutes long. It that, was that, not that, that long. fight was it fucking felt forever, forever though. Forever. Oh my! The gosh. one versus the lady felt long too. That was very long. That was the only two ones where I was like, and okay, the, I, I can understand. And I felt like with that one, you could see a lot more of the choreography. It's like there's a split the, second of... The female fight? Yeah, like, wait for it. Okay, here it comes. You know, yeah. it, it just didn't look as fluid as a lot of the other fight scenes. And because they, they spend the entire movie showing how quick he is and everything, but there's one time where, like, he, like, punched in slow motion at the lady, and it was like... Yeah. They let that in the final cut. Yeah. And because I feel like, if anything, fights with, like, females or, uh, like, female secret agents or whatever like that are really fast because they're really fast, you know? Like, they're always doing the shit where they, like, put their legs on your neck and, like, backflip you onto the ground and, Mm -hmm. like, doing the crazy shit like that. I was expecting more of that, but they kind of just had a slugfest. Which is ridiculous. beating the shit out of her, and then she's beating the shit out of him, and then back and forth, back and forth. And he, like, triple hooked her face. And then she, like, got back up for more. That was the, the fight that was the weirdest. It had the weirdest rhythm to it where you thought it would have been like a faster paced fight it was slower paced yeah and then it's like man if if he fucking hit the rock with that triple fist combo the rock would have died on the spot no one should get back up but then this like tiny lady got up and it's like dude 
this shit is not going well. Yeah. <laughs> and did you notice that he really never bled for much of the movie? Like, he had this yeah. little scrape and bruise on his face. He had some bleeding, but not like they did. Not out of his nose, not out of his mouth. He never, yeah. He never looked like he'd even really been in much of a fight. And he was in, like, several where and They he, commented on it. And he said he didn't bruise easy. Yeah. But still. So you said that there's a uh, a Mr. Acc- accident Man? Accident Man. Accident Man Part 2? I think it's called... Uh, Hitman Holiday or Hitman's Holiday. Is it Accident Man Part 2, Hitman's Holiday? It's Accident Man colon Hitman's Holiday. Okay. Hitman's Holiday. I mean, that's okay. interesting. Came out in 2022. That's, that's four years later. Okay. I'd, I'd watch it. I'd need a little time, but I think I could, I could get there as well. All right, Jack, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 189 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we also have a website, moviemuggin.com. You can go there. You can listen to episodes. Uh, there's a link that will take you to our merch store. We sold a um, one of my name tag shirts the other day that oh, has shit. the hello my name is. You Which know, one? The, the blue one. Uh, Buzz Killington. <laughs> Which uh, I love. Somebody's... That's a great shirt for a parent. Mm, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it was fun to see one of those get sold. Guys, there's a lot of shit over there besides movie mugging gear, but I don't know why you wouldn't want to wear uh, movie mugging gear <laughs> um, because it's all that and a bag of chips, pussy flavored uh, chips. Dick flavored, actually. Okay, yeah. Those are better. So go check out our uh, our uh, merch store. It'd be a good way to support the show. If you'd like to buy a um, pair of Jack's crusty uh, tidy whities you can uh, email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com, and we'll see if we can get that arranged. Um, and that can come in either white or brown. <laughs> what, the tidy whities or the uh, stain? The crusties. The crusties, okay. Yes. Yeah, so he'll do... Um, or both. He'll do the stuffed one. Or beige, like the little mix. Hey, whatever color you want. Well, actually, yellow. It wouldn't be white. It'd be yellow by the time it got to you. Jack can produce, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just send your request. Those will not be at our merch store. They'll be in your mailbox. So whatever it is that you want, except for the, uh, I don't think you can do the period one, though. I can try. You can try. Jack can try to bleed in some underwear for you. Yeah. I'll just make a cut in my taint. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let it bleed in there. Oh, no. Gosh. Okay. Uh, there's also a link for uh, Ask Jack. So if you'd like to submit a question for Jack, you can just uh, click on that. And uh, if you do so and you leave your email address in there, I will get in touch with you and I will send you a movie mug and sticker if you'd like one. And, and uh, of course you want one. We also have a link to uh, all the movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. So if you want to see if we have done Valley Girl starring Nicolas Cage, just scroll on down to the V's and uh, spoiler alert, we have done it. And it was great. Mm-hmm. So really, that's that's about it. Uh, we will see you in uh, two weeks. So until then, have yourself a movie mugging day. See ya. Hey, Jack, guess what? What? So we did this episode, and we forgot that this was going to be the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. So the way I see it, anybody could uh, release a Valentine's Day episode on Valentine's Day or the weekend after Valentine's Day. But the truly good shows? They forget. And no. do it later. <laughs> <laughs> they release it whenever the fuck they want to. So, um, yeah, sorry about this that, December <laughs> yeah, coming soon. So those of you that were expecting the Valentine's day episode, you're going to get it. You just need to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay. Patience. Grasshopper. <laughs> That's from a movie or something. Patience, grasshopper. And not, is that not kar- like karate kid? No, I think it was a movie called Kung Fu with, uh, David Carradine, uh, the guy who, uh, 
masturbated himself to death <laughs> with a with like wire. Yeah, with a noose in a closet in Thailand. Yeah, that was a crazy picture. Yeah, it was a crazy picture. <laughs> it wasn't very graphic, and it was like 144p, but. You're just in a tiny little closet. That was yeah. go back and listen not to how I expected it to look. Go back and listen to one of our last twenty episodes, and <laughs> you can hear our take on Michael Hutchins from NXS and David Carradine in the uh, uh, what is it? The self erotic asphyxiation. Yeah, yeah, and maybe more of that on the Valentine's Day episode because uh, what says uh, <laughs> love more than loving yourself to death in a in closet a, on a doorknob belt. <laughs> And he had his hands bound too. Yeah, he did. So how did? Yeah. What did he do? I, mean, I don't know. He was just in tantra. That shit. I don't know, man. He. Uh, okay, we're we're not talking about this right now. I just wanted to come on here. <laughs> I got questions and, and let the good listeners know that we fucked up and uh, did not do the Valentine's Day episode now. But you will yeah. get it in uh, the next one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it at that. No more David Carradine. So uh, we'll uh, see you next week with the Valentine's Day episode. Yep. <laughs> Gross. Bye. I don't think just the sight of boobs ever gave me a boner when I was little.